0: Nothing compares to the promises I have in you, Lord. How wonderful. This is Watchman Knee. Along with the gold of both Eden and Paradise, we find precious stones. Gemstones are not produced in a day. Time is a vital factor in their formation. They are wrought by long process in the fires of earth, and their beauties are displayed by skillful cutting. In spiritual terms, this implies values that are inwardly wrought by the divine patience in you and me. Such values are costly. Those unwilling to pay will never come by them. Grace is free, but only a high price buys precious stones. Many a time we shall want to cry out, This is costing too much. Yet the lessons we learn as we pass with him through fire and water, these are the really worthwhile things. In the light of God, some things perish of themselves. There is no need to wait for the fire. It is in what has stood God's test of time that true worth lies. And along with this, we reading, this is what Watchman had put along with it. It's Isaiah 54, 11 there. O thou afflicted, tossed with tempest, and not comforted, behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors, and lay thy foundations with sapphires. As I read that, my mind seems to always dance around during the time to study and reading and can come up with some pretty weird stuff. But my mind went back to uh, the fine gems and the foundations, and it got me thinking, and I thought of the past and um, thought about my work life with my dad and things we used to do. We used to uh, take whatever shortcut was necessary to save a penny, you know, uh we didn't know what a crane was for trusses, and uh, as far as digging a ditch, a backhoe would have been faster, let me put it that way. But, so when I first got hired on with, I actually wasn't working for dad, I was working for his boss, and I was happy to get the job, $1. sixty-five an hour, and man, it was great. But I was known as the human backhoe that summer. I couldn't figure out. It seemed ridiculous that I'd be out there digging a ditch 300 feet long. When I know a backhoe could do it in two hours. But then, Jim, I got a, uh, I put a pencil to it. Got my math out, put a pencil to it, and I figured it out. $1. sixty-five an hour times 12 to 16 hours with Scott versus $25 an hour back then for a backhoe. The boss was smart, but Scott was digging ditches in the sun. I dug foundations around houses for to lay brick. I, you know, if we had a small job particularly, we would dig the footings by hand. So that was that summer, but then the next summer, Dad was on his own. So it was me and Dad, and boy, he was cutting every corner possible. And uh, he would still do a great job. He'd be solid when he's done, but I can remember many of uh, room additions that we dug by hand <laughs> and he would have he would make it a race he said we race i start over here you start to see who can make it to the middle you know that's great fun you know but uh you know it was getting the job done quickly that way but we'd also lay our own concrete blocks uh, we would not pay for a foundation you know if guys come and do the forms and all that and but the thing with the concrete blocks were uh even the sand we would not buy pure sand we would get it where we could, and it would require some sifting usually. So we we built this box that was maybe three feet by two feet and had a mesh, I guess a real small, what you'd call chicken wire maybe. Would that be three-eighths or something? Put it on two horses because a lot of times we'd be digging sand and getting it somewhere where there'd be little rocks in it, rocks, you know, this size. Nothing more aggravating than to get your... your Mortar all laid out and your blocks ready to go and you, there's a rock that big under that won't let you quite get down to the string. So we we used this box. It was maybe four inches high with the one before all the way around and that mesh screen. We'd take it, put it on a couple of horses and shake it to get the sand to sift through and get rid of all the bad rocks. But anyway, I got to thinking about that in terms of uh, our spiritual lives and uh, the bad stuff sifting through and I mean, the good stuff in that regard was sifting through and the bad stuff was thrown aside so it wouldn't aggravate you while you're laying blocks. This is called the sifting basket. And imagine you're, yourself in the sifting basket. Let's, let's make it 12 foot high walls all the way around and the mesh screen under you so you can't escape. It's called the sifting basket. Round and round I go, bouncing up and down. The master's hand won't stop until the ugly dust has been shaken off. The side of the basket is hardwood, premium strength, no escaping the process. The bottom supports with ever-loving, everlasting arms, but the screen is still cold and hard. Oh, the relentless jostling. The final product must be sifted. The lessons must be taught. The love of Jesus won't leave his bride to wallow in sin. Purification is part of the ongoing relationship, and loving like Jesus is the ultimate goal. The side of the basket may seem like a harsh restriction, taking away my freedom, but in reality, it holds me in place for love and wisdom to be applied. What happens to the stinking, filthy refuge that falls through? Gravity takes it to the depths of hell. The repulsive odor of it is forever gone, if the lesson was truly learned. And if not, the steady hand of the Father is patient. If I want to go through the process again, he will oblige. Let's pray. Lord, we know that you won't leave us to ourselves. We know that you will develop us into what we would be one day, into perfection once we are with you, Lord. But the process on this earth is sometimes hard, Lord. But we trust you for it, Lord, because we know you're in control. You know the changes that need to be made in our lives. And sometimes it does seem harsh, Lord but it's done with loving hands. So we give that trust to you, Lord, to run our lives as you see fit, Lord. Help us, Lord, to know that you're in control, and not us. And this day, Lord, we want to worship you through pure peace and honor and glory you, Lord. Give glory to you, Lord, in the way that we should. Pray, Lord, that we can Put aside all things that are making our minds wander on earthly events that we have to do as we get ready for Christmas. Pray, Lord, that we can just give it all to you now. Pray, Lord, that the word that is brought forth, Lord, is accepted with open ears. Give us hearts and ears to listen, Lord, to receive. We thank you for that too, Lord. Thank you for this day. We thank you that we can worship together here, Lord. Many places, they cannot come together. So don't let us take that for granted, Lord. Help us to love you more and more, Lord, and to love each other as we should. Jesus' name, amen.